Welcome to the UCB United Congregational Baptist, where I'm the prophet and apostle Isaiah M. Morris, the seer and revelator of God's holy word and the emperor of the faith. Praise the Lord to you who are in the United States and you praise the Lord who are in the United Kingdom. Praise the Lord to you all over the world. Today will be a short episode. We're going in to the Gospel of the Book of John, dealing with the first chapter. Dealing with the first chapter, one through nine. No. Chapter one, verse 19 through 28. want to first say that this is talking about John the Baptist declares his mission, religion looking for a great leader. Verse 19 through 28 says, And this is the testimony of John, when the Jews sent to him priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him who you are. And he confessed and did not deny and he confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? And he said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, No. They said to him, Who are you? that we may give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am a voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. As Isaiah the prophet said, and those who had been sent were of the Pharisees. And they asked him and said to him, Why then are you baptizing if you are not the Christ, 
nor Elijah, nor the prophet. John answered them, saying, I baptize in water, but among you stands one whom you do not know. He who is coming after me, the thorn, the thong of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany, across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. about John the Baptist declares his ministry. The priests and uh, Levites were respected religious leaders in Jerusalem. Priests served in the temple and Levites seated Society them. The Pharisees, verse 24, now the Pharisees who had been sent questioned him. Why then do you baptize if you are not the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? Were a group that both John the Baptist and Jesus often denounced. Many of them outworldly obeyed God's laws in order to look pious, while inwardly their hearts were filled with pride and greed. The Pharisees believed that their oral traditions were just as important as God's inspired word. For more information on the Pharisees, we can go see the charts on page 2064 and 2169. And we will do that when we, whenever we talk about this again. And this is out of the commentary out of the NIV Bible. These letters came to see John the Baptist for several reasons. One, their duty as guardians of the faith included investigating any new teaching or movement. If we look at These verses here, we look at these verses here in the book of Deuteronomy, and I'm going to read it again before I start.
Okay. It says, These leaders came to see John the Baptist for several reasons. One, their duty as guardians of the faith included investigating any new teachings or movement. Deuteronomy 13, 1-5. That says, If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, and giveth thee a sign or a wonder, and the sign of the wonder comes to pass, whereof he spake unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods, which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Thou shalt not, thou shalt, thou shalt, not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God provideth you to know whether ye love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Ye shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice, and ye shall serve him and cleave unto him. And that prophet, or that dreamer of dreams, shall be put to death because he hath spoken to turn you away from the Lord your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt, and redeemed you out of the house of bondage to thirst thee out of the way which the Lord thou God commanded thee to walk in. So shalt thou put to evil, put to the evil away from the midst of thee. We look at now chapter 18 of the book of Deuteronomy, looking at verse 20 through 22. But the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. And if thou say, in thine heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord hath not spoken? When a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord hath not spoken, but the prophet hath spoken, it presume presumptuously thou shalt not be afraid of him. Now, two, they wanted to find out if John had the credentials 
of a true prophet. John had, in three, John had quite a following, and it was growing. They were probably jealous and wanted to see why this man was so popular in the religious leaders' minds. There were four options regarding John the Baptist's identity. He was either one, the prophet foretold by Moses, Deuteronomy 18, 15. The Lord thou God will rise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of the brethren like unto me. Unto him ye shall hearken. Second, Elijah. Now, Elijah, we can catch his story in the Old Testament. And he is also mentioned in the New Testament in various spots, but Malachi 4-5 says, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And I'll just go ahead and finish. Hit it with verse 6. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers. Least I come and smite the earth with a curse. Or for a false prophet, John denied being the first three personage instead. He identified himself with the words of the Old Testament prophet Isaiah, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. We see that in Isaiah uh, 40, verse 3. The leaders kept pressing John to say who he was because people were expecting the Messiah to come. Let's look at that prophecy. Praise God in the book of Luke. Luke, we're going to look at chapter 3 of Luke. Verse 15, and as the people were in expectation, and all men amused in their hearts of John, whether he were the Christ or not. But John emphasized only why he had come to prepare the way for the Messiah. 
the Pharisees missed the point. They wanted to know who John was, but John wanted to prepare them to recognize who Jesus was. John was baptizing Jews. The the insaneness, the the insaneness, a strike, monastic sect of Judaism, practice baptism for purification, but normally only Gentiles, non-Jews, would be baptized when they converted to Judaism. When the Pharisees questioned John's authority to baptize, They were asking who gave John the right to treat God's chosen people like Gentiles. John said, I baptize with water. He was merely helping the people perform a symbolic act of repentance. But soon one would come who would truly... Forgive sins, something only the Son of God, the Messiah, could do. John the Baptist said he was not even worthy to be Jesus' slave, to perform the humble task of unfascinating and unfastening his sandals. But Jesus said that John was the greatest person who had ever lived. We see that in Luke 7. Verse 28, For I say unto you, among those among those that are born of woman, there is not a greater prophet than John the Baptist, but he that is last in the kingdom of God is greater than he. And no one knows who's going to be the last one in the kingdom of God. If such a great person felt inadequate, even to be Jesus' slave, and eloquent, even to be Jesus' slave, how much more should we lay outside our pride to serve him? When we truly understand who it, Jesus is, our pride and self-importance melt away. On our next episode, we're going to talk about the teacher, John the Baptist. And it's going to be titled, There's No Getting Around It.
Now, on Sundays, we're going to pick up with our study in the book of Deuteronomy, Old Testament book. Again, order you a copy of the New Testament recovery version. Order you the Holy Bible recovery version, or you can download it on your Play Store. Your Play Store, the Holy Bible recovery version. This, that's what our church organization, followed by the recovery version of the Bible. And we also study out of the NIV Bible, New International World Translation. Knowing that God is still in healing business, still in delivering business, he have not gotten out yet, and he will never get out. Longer as we continue to worship Almighty God, whose proper name is Jehovah. We thank him for the prophet, his messenger, who the people of God, and his apostles say that he is the son of God. They say he is the son of God. To known for his role, Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost, the Redeemer and Testifier of all truth within the Word of God, the Bible. I pray that somebody got something out of the Word of God. Because yesterday, last episode, we talked about the Beatitudes of Jesus Christ in Matthew 5. I am Apostle, Prophet Isaiah M. Morris, the seer and revelator of God's holy word and the emperor of the faith. God bless you all.